Welcome to 2021, our year of the supernatural. We believe that in this year, as prophesied, your life will go above and beyond the natural and that it will be positively and supernaturally changed through this sermon. The teaching you're about to listen to by our anointed shepherd, Pastor Boni Bahati, will challenge you, strengthen and transform you to live the victorious life you were created to enjoy. Listen and be blessed. Thank you for giving us the anointing in the spirit, Lord. Yes. I ask that, Lord, you come and overshadow this place, O God. Amen. Fill us with your love, Lord. Yes. Fill us with your peace. Amen. Fill us with your presence. Yes. Thank you, Lord, because you will do exceedingly, abundantly above all we can ask or even imagine. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is a praise and a clap of Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Give Jesus a praise and a clap hey. of Hallelujah. Hey. Hey. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Yes. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Yes. If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. One, two. If you're happy and you know, and you really want to show, if you're happy and you know, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know, stamp your feet. One, two. If you're happy and you know, stamp your feet. One, two. If you're happy and you know, and you really want to show, if you're happy and you know, do them both. <laughs> you can clap your hands and stamp your feet. If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know, and you really want to show, if you're happy and you know, stamp your feet. If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know, and you really want to show, if you're happy and you know, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know, and you really want to show, if you're happy and you know, do them both. <laughs> oh my God, the brain coordination. <laughs> Hey, all the same, give it up to Jesus. Give him a yeah. word. Yeah. 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 You may be seated. Yeah. Father, thank you for today. I thank you because tonight, you, uh, today you will speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. We are still continuing with the Supernatural series. And today, my sermon is titled, Activate the Supernatural by Prayer. Activating the supernatural by prayer. Activate the supernatural by prayer. Activate. Activate the supernatural by prayer. Philippians 4 verse 6. Philippians 4 verse 6. Philippians 4 verse 6. Be careful for nothing. If the throat is yours, it is not on loan. Clear it. Come and see mortgage look, uh, throat. Clear it. Come on, clear it. Let's read the Bible.
anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, giving thanks, let your requests be made known unto God. I repeat, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. So ladies and gentlemen, Paul was, uh, was encouraging the church of Philippi to be anxious about nothing. And nothing means nothing. But he was telling them, let everything that you have an issue about, let everything you are anxious about, let it be known to God through prayer and supplication. So what is supplication? You may ask. Supplication is the action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. Supplication is the action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. So in short, he was telling them, be anxious for nothing, but in prayer, but be anxious for nothing, but in, in everything by prayer and begging humbly and earnestly. Let your request be made known unto God. So in this famous scripture, God tells us that everything, we should, everything should be done by prayer. In other words, nothing should be done without prayer. Everything by prayer and nothing without prayer. So all through the Bible, we are exalted to do everything by prayer. That's why I told you, in this church we have a saying, that we should do everything by prayer and nothing without. I can't hear you. Are you here? Or you are not concentrating? Are you concentrating? Tell me about everything by prayer. Nothing without prayer. Yeah. So all through the Bible, we are exhorted to do everything by prayer. So there are many reasons why you must live your life praying about everything. Now, the repeated exhortation is to pray always about everything and do everything by prayer. So there is nothing in your life that does not need the element of prayer. I repeat, there is nothing in your life that does not need the element of what? Prayer. Everything in your life, including the smallest things that you consider small in your life, can be influenced and is influenced by prayer. So don't let anyone tell you that something is too insignificant or something is too small to pray about. Because everything can be and is influenced by what? Prayer. Tell about everything can be and everything is influenced by prayer. So if I've said that, it is important for me to say, pray about your spiritual life. Number one. Because that's an area that you need the influence of who? The Holy Spirit. Number two. Pray about your weaknesses. Tell about pray about your weaknesses. Number three. Pray about your problems. Tell about pray about your problems. Pray about your challenges. Because everything can be influenced by what? Everything can be influenced by what? 
So everything can be influenced by what? Everything can be influenced by what? So pray about your challenges. Pray about your sexual life. Hey, Master. Umeguza waya. What did you just mention? I'm saying it. Pray about your sexual life. Do you know why Satan attacks that area? Because you don't pray about it. You don't tell God, Lord, I have sexual feelings in me. The Bible says that Elijah was a man of like passions. Elijah the prophet, he was a man of like passions. What does that mean? Elijah was a man with passions like, just like you and me. He was a man of like so Elijah felt like going to the toilet. He did, right? Because don't, do you feel like going to the toilet? Elijah felt like having sex. Do you feel like having sex? Ah, look at pretenders. Holy than thou. Do you feel like going to the doing, look, like having sex? Are there times that your body is saying some things? And you're wondering what's my body saying? <laughs> like passions. Are there times that you feel like I want to call somebody? And hop on my border because I don't have a Maserati and follow them to all the way. At that time, you feel like that? Elijah, as well, he was a man of like passions. He was a man of what? He was a man with the nature. Father, this scripture, and New King James says it very well. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He was a man with a nature like? He was exactly like you and me. Can you imagine Elijah had all the issues you have? Imagine. Hey. Elijah had issues like you. That is to tell you, even you, if you pray about it. I'm saying if you pray about it. If you pray about it. God will hear. Then see what the Bible says. And he prayed earnestly that he will not. Now this man who had issues with his passions who had issues like you, because of the ability of prayer and because of the element of prayer, he had power to pray earnestly that there should not be rain. And true to their words, there was no rain. And the Bible says, and it did not rain in the land for three and a half years. Ladies and gentlemen, that is to tell you, you, a man of like passions like me and you, a man of issues, a man of struggles, a man with sexual feelings, a man with issues that you cannot speak of, a man who masturbates. Ah. Did I mention it? Unanyonga. Ansenga unanyonga. Unaishenge kwazu. Unawaua. You are a hard, hard working man. A man like you can pray to God and God will hear you. That's why I said nothing cannot be influenced by prayer. Everything can be influenced by what? So you can stop being a hard-working man and become a hard-working man. Yes. God can influence that area of your life if you pray about it. The reason why God is not influencing it is because you're not praying about it. If you pray about it, God will influence it. It's that simple. Una struggle, you, you've never welcomed God. Una struggle. Hand it over to God. Ah, you'll get it when you go home. 
Hand it over. Stop hand working on it. Start handing it. Because everything can be influenced by what? So pray about your sexual life. Pray about your moods. Ah. Do I have some girls in the building? Pray about your moods. Look, excessive, excessive moodiness is a sign of demons. Excessive moodiness. How do I know this? The Bible speaks of about a man, a man called the madman of Gadara. That guy had excessive moods. The Bible says he used to be excessively depressed that he stayed in the tombs. Can you, can you imagine? We find you always at Rangata Cemetery. Walking alone. <laughs> walking alone. Excessive moodiness is a sign of what? Let God influence your moods as a girl. God can influence your emotions. You cannot be yo-yo. You know a yo-yo? You know a yo-yo? That thing you do this. It, that's who you are. We cannot predict your next move. We don't know. Today you are happy. The next minute you are sad. That's why you are single. That's why you are single. Because we can't predict your move. We can't predict it. You're not happy. That's why you are single. Yeah. You're the kind of girls when a guy comes and tells you, baby, I love you. Baby, I want to marry you. You know what you tell them? Let me pray about it. That's why you are single. That's why you are single. Yes. You are hiding in the spirituality. Look, let me tell you something. The fact that you speak in tongues does not mean you suspend your mind. God did not give you your mind to suspend it. It's not a toy. Actually, I've come to learn. Most of the decisions that I make, I think about them. God gave me the gift of thinking. That's why I'm a different pastor. Because I think... A lot. That's why we are in four locations in three years. Four locations, different counties. Because I think I don't just speak in tongues. I don't just say ma, 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 ma. after I speak in tongues, I ask the Holy Spirit now, influence my thoughts. Influence my thoughts now. But you, you, nobody is influencing your thoughts. It's demons. A guy comes and says, Baby, I love you. Baby, I want to marry you. You look at the guy, then you say, I'll pray about it. I'll pray about it. And you know clearly very well, you won't pray. You, you just don't want to tell the guy no. You won't say no. Look, learn to say no. Oh, yes. Stop you hiding in spirituality. I'll pray about it. Give me three months. Hey. Give me 40 days. Are you Jesus? Are you Jesus? Are you Elijah? Are you Moses? Give me 40 days. Let me go up to the mountain. Are you Shadrach? Are you Meshach? Are you Abednego? Sister Shawanda, learn to say yes or no. It's not simple. It's a yes or a no. My guy, let me talk to the men. If you go to a girl and tell the girl, I want to marry you, and the girl tells you, let me pray about it, tell her, pray. And wait on the Lord. As for me, I have prayed. I have waited on the Lord. Now I am searching. Now I'm in the searching zone. Yeah. I have to pray about it. 
some, look, the reason I'm saying this is because some girls don't know how to receive love. Some girls don't know how to receive love. Ah, la, 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 la. Wako kumlima. Wako kumlima. Sazoto na shina kumlima. Una shina kumlima na kuna kuchu. Marry the mountains. Ah, get married to the mountains. Una shina kumlima. 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 Niko mulemani. Niko mulemani. Natafota mongo. Ata Yesu alishuka. Shuka kumlima. Ata Musa alishuka. Elijah alishuka. Shawanda J. Shuka. Ati what? A guy tells you, I love you. You reply, well received. Ah, la, 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 la. Hey, my God, my goodness. Oh, lo, 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 lo. I love you, noted. I love you. You are a sweet mama. You are a sweet mama and a poor lover. A poor lover. Valentine is coming. Where is your boyfriend? Loli. Because you didn't know how to say yes or no. Pray about that. Indecisiveness. Listen. Indecisiveness is something you need to pray about. Because indecisiveness comes with temperaments. Temperaments. Do you know temperaments? We have four major temperaments. Choleric, melancholies, phlegmatics, and sanguines. Now, the most indecisive people are two, mainly. Number one, phlegmatics. Phlegmatics cannot decide between a Fanta and a Coke. <laughs> what will you take? Fanta or Coke? They can't decide between a Fanta and a Coke. Mix. You need to pray about your, your, your temperament. You need to pray. Look, the Holy Spirit works through your temperament. The Holy Spirit needs your temperament to work. Tell me about the Holy Spirit. Needs your temperament to work. Yes, he needs them. You have to pray over them and about them. You cannot be phlegmatic. You know, you know male lions? Have you ever seen a lion? King of the jungle? All lions are phlegmatic. Lions sleep 24-7. They sleep longer than they are awake. They sleep for 20 hours. 20 hours a day, a lion is asleep. The king of the jungle. It only wakes up when the pride is under threat. That's when it wakes up. Some men, you're like that. You're sleeping 24-7. You can't think. You can't reason. You're just asleep. You can't... And a lioness. You know the reason why the lion sleeps? is because the lioness will go hunting. The work of the lioness is to hunt. Then bring, then the man will eat first. Then after he's satisfied, the children and the wife eat. Then it goes back to sleep. It only wakes up when there's a, there's a threat to the pride. That's phlegmatism. Some men are like that. Look at you. Shame on you. Right now as you speak, you are 25 years old and you live with your mother. Pray about it. Ah, la, 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 la. 25 years. You are with your mother. Mandevu. Unambia daddy, daddy fungwa mlango ni oge. Daddy umekakobafu sana. Daddy, ile shepa yako iku hapi? Munyo endevu. I'm exposing you. 
pasta unatoboa How can you be 25 years and you live with your mother? Tishu ikiso naambia mami hakuna tishu Mami sina boxa Alafu unakuja kusumbua wasichana hapa shame on you Shame on you Indecisiveness That's something you need to pray about Boy Junior Junior Eh Kababa Ati ah asa na kababa alale 25 years Kababa ulale why Tell your neighbor, neighbor, that's a serious issue. Your temperament. Look, some of you don't have jobs because of temperaments. You've been fired. You can't sustain a job because you're phlegmatic. Your boss gives you work. You can't do it. You come late. You come when you want. Look, I, I observe some people how they come to church. Phlegmatic. Satano. Nauna Araka. Bussing was late. You can't come to church unless you're bust. Look, you can't come to church unless you're bust. But you can go to a club without being bust. See your heart. Mapema. Unakeapo mako wambuwe toka tuwashe. Tora kuwasha. Unatolewa na rag. Mop. Dinakutoa. Temperaments. That's something you need to pray about. Treba, you need to pray about your temperaments. The second one is melancholies. Melancholies are meticulous in their thinking. Like my wife is melancholic. Meticulous in her thinking. My wife, if she has arranged her, her closet, it is, it is arranged with color code. Yellow, red, blue, white. It is color code. So me, I'm not melancholy. So if I want, for example, the t-shirts are arranged like this. Her, if she wants to get a t-shirt that is here, that is color white, she will remove all this, place them aside, get the t-shirt, then return it. Yours truly. When I come, I see, I pull. I pull. You say, I want this one. Bring. And the others all, all of a sudden, they grumble. Because my wife is meticulous. Then I just pick them and place them there. But now, ah, she's meticulous. She can't do that. She doesn't like that. She wants you to do them. Oh, orderly. So she had to pray that God help me deal with someone who is not melancholic. Who I'm, who I'm living with. Some of you, for melancholies, when you use the toilet seat, you're supposed to bring down the lid. Yeah. Where do I have that time? Of bringing down the lid? What for? See, Shahenda. Usha spray. Tembea. Then they want you to bring down the lid slowly. Then you walk out as if you're from a palace and close the door. I don't do that. So she has to pray about that. That God will help her accommodate someone who is not meticulous like me. Because I'm not meticulous. I'm not like that. That's not who I am. My temperament is choleric. You understand? So you have to pray about your temperament. If you are a sanguine, my God, you need help. You are the life of the party, yes? But you cannot do anything consistently. You can't start a project and finish it. You are excited at starting. 
but you can't sustain it. That's why you cannot be a CEO. Rarely do we have CEOs who are sanguines. Sanguines, most of them fall in music and drama. Upon the one eyes at you. Do you see all these present worship here? Most of them, if you, you are keen, you will see sanguinity. You will see sanguinity. Because they like where the spotlight is on them. But when it comes to sustained growth, sustained leadership, they can't hack it. They have to pray about that. Because you'll get fired. If your boss employs, he doesn't care. He expects that you have an influence over your temperament. That's what he expects. You understand? Melancholies can get extreme on moods. Yes. Look, a lot of melancholies are depressed people. I repeat this. A lot of melancholies are depressed. A lot of people who fall into depression, check their temperament, melancholies, mostly. Why? They overthink. You can just tell your wife. Okay, you might fail to tell your wife. Maybe every day when you leave, you say to your wife, I love you, baby. I'm leaving. I'm going for golf. Then you go. Then one day you forget because you have a game. Me, I'm in a golf. Mutuangu. You ain't a kwanya nikuache. Come a game, come a tea of 1130. I have to be there. So, nikama no mena football. You see how you love football? That's how I love my game. So one time I just forget and say, I forget to say, babe, I love you. She, she, when she remains at home, I'm not saying that's what she does, but I'm using it as an example. She remains at home and starts thinking. So, Leo, I I love you. In Amanisha, Kunamutu Aliambua Mali, I love you. Akafikiria, Nimimi, Ameambia. Ameridim Lavuzangu, Misha Zote. Elisha Jana. But that's not the case. You understand? Yeah. But now Belanconis, because of our thinking, they, be, they become depressed. Unapana matatu ina kurukisha bump. Mwumu siya natukia. Unana alijua ni makeup kwa window. Alafa kenda katukisha bump. Unaingia. Asha nakuambia, please sit on the left. Unasema, mwona hako inyambia ni kai right. Na right nosa idia wadosi. Ana nitharawingi. Ika nisa watu nitharawo. Eh? Ika nisa watu nitharawingi. You start overthinking. When you start overthinking, you become what? Depressed. Tell your neighbor, pray about your temperaments. The last temperament is choleric. Choleric are ruthless. They don't care about emotions. They want the work done. All they know is work. How it will be done, I don't know. I don't care. If I want a way here, there must be a way here. A lot of military generals are cholerics. Because in military, it is about winning. How I win, I don't know. There's a one guy who was called, uh, what is the name of this guy who conquered the known world? You don't read books. What's the name of this? Alexander the Great. Have you heard of Alexander the Great? There's a book by Alexander. You should read it. It's called Alexander the Great. Now, in that book, he explains how, he, it is an autobiography of him. He explained how, how he won the country, the, the known world. He was from Greek, right? Greek or France? France, I think. He was from France. I'm forgotten. I read it a while back. So the guy conquered the whole world at 17 years. He started reigning at 17 years. And he did not lose any battle until one time when he made the mistake of invading Russia. That's when he, he, he lost it. But he was winning and winning and winning. Why was he winning? He was choleric. He would say, we are going. Actually, one of the reasons why he failed is because of that cholerism. He said, we are going to invade Russia. 
Is that the same thing Hitler did? Hitler said, we are going to invade Russia. Right? That was one of his downfalls. So he took his army into Russia during winter. During winter, the guns they have cannot, do you know guns don't function in cold weather? They jump, right? So the guy said, we are going into Russia during a cold season, winter. Number two, they didn't have attires for winter. So the attires they had were wrong. So get what, guess what Stanley did? Stanley was the leader of Russia. He withdrew all his troops to Moscow. So the guy thought that this guy has, has freaked out. That's why he's running away. He did know this is a tactical retreat. He's retreating so that you keep coming. As you keep coming, he'll wait for you at Moscow. So the army came and came and came. By the time the army, they entered around 100,000. By the time they were getting to Moscow, they were around 50,000 because of the cold. They had died during the, during the journey into, 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 into Russia. So when they got to Moscow, the guy knew, Stanley knew that this guy is Niwengi. So what he did, he withdrew from Moscow and wait and waited for them on their way out of Russia. So he went and hid his army somewhere. Now his, his army is an army that he's used to fight during winter. Their guns are, they can work during winter. Their artillery can work during winter. So he waited for them. So the guy went to Moscow, discovered there's no one in Moscow. So the only people who had been left in Moscow were who? Prisoners. So he only left prisoners there. So they set the city on, the city on fire and they left. So as they were leaving, Stanley was waiting for them where? At the border. So when they just got to that, I've forgotten the name of that town, they were attacked. Now when they were going back, they were, remember they went like around 50,000. By the time they were getting to that city, I've forgotten its name, they were like 30,000. That's that's, that was the beginning of the downfall of Adolf Hitler. That's how he started falling. Because he was choleric. He said, we will go. He was being advised by his generals. We can't go during winter. It's a very bad time. We don't have boots. We don't have uniform. We don't have guns. He said, we will go. That's how he ended up failing. So a lot of cholerics, because of that aspect, you can end up into problems. I almost said another word. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. I'm still born again. <laughs> they end up into problems. Why? Because of that, I can make it. They don't sit down to calculate the cost. That's something you need to pray about. Otherwise, you'll find yourself in problems that you don't know how you ended up there. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, pray for your temperament. So seven reasons why you need to pray. But I'll give you five. I'll give you five because of time. But number seven will shock you. Number one, prayer brings God into every situation. 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 Second Kings chapter one, verse two and three. Second Kings. Second Kings. Kings. <clears throat> is the throat yours? If the throat is not on loan, can you kindly clear that throat? Let's read together. One, two, three. I can't hear you. One, two, three. And was. Uh -huh. Can we read together? No, no, no. Everybody's not reading. Let's start again. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Watch a kiburi. Don't have something called idiopathic pride. Pride with no known. Idiopathic is a medical term that is used to define a known cause. So when, for example, there's no known cause for the reasons why, you can, why, why people swell their legs in medical terms. There's no known cause for that. Why you'll have water in your, 
in your legs. There's no, like, there's no medical reason why that happens. So when a doctor can't find a reason, they say this is idiopathic disease. It's an idiopathic disease. For example, cancer is an idiopathic disease. We don't, have the, we don't know the actual cause of rapid growth because cancer is rapid growth of cells. So we don't know the actual reason why. You understand? So it's called idiopathic disease. So in the same manner, there's some people who are proud, but you don't know why they are proud. So if you look at them, you wonder, why is this guy proud? Because at least if you are proud because you are rich, you will say, the reason why this guy is proud is because he has a kauzito. That's why una kitu. Sadaka ni 50 bob. Ata and you have told don't be proud. Yeah, don't be proud. So can we read together? One, two, three. So the king of Samaria said, go and inquire from this guy, Belzebub. Belzebub is the god of flies. Belzebub means the god of flies. Do you remember they were accusing Jesus of casting out demons with Belzebub? Belzebub is a Greek word that means the god of flies. So they were saying, God, Jesus was casting out demons by the help of the god of flies. Can you imagine? So you, this king of Samaria, he's saying, go and inquire of Belzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover from this injury. Can you imagine? He's other than... Let's read the next verse before I say what I wanted to say. Verse 3. Everybody should read 1, 2, 3. Uh-huh. Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are going to inquire of the God of Belzebub or Belzebub, the God of Ekron? Is it because there is no God? Is it because God is not in your life? Is it because God is not in your life that you depend on your parents? Is it because there is no God that when you're in trouble, the first person you call is your mother? Is it because there is no God that you depend that if, that if your, your husband has become a God to you? Is it because there is no God? Is it because there is no God? That your degree has become a God to you? Is it because there is no God? So God was angry because these guys, other than consulting him and asking him if I shall recover from this disease because he had fallen from the window, he says, go and inquire from Belzebub. How can you say that? And there is a God in Israel. There is a living God in your life. But when you are in, in trouble, the first person you call, is your mother in Kiambu, Kiandutu village. Hello, ma'am. Nimeshikwa. <laughs> is it that there is no God in your life? God is always angry when you don't acknowledge him. God feels, God feels cheated. God feels wasted when you don't acknowledge him. When you need rent, why do you keep calling your mother? Why do you keep calling your father? Why don't you kneel down and pray? Is there that there is no God in your life? Is it that God cannot give you 50,000? That's why you have to look for a sponyo. Eh. Is it that God cannot take you to Dubai? That you have to be taken by a, 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 someone's, someone's grandfather? Great-grandfather? The Bible says, is the hand of the Lord short? That's what the Bible says. Is the hand of the Lord short to deliver you? Ask your neighbor, is the hand of the Lord short to deliver you? 
That's what the Bible says. That's exactly what this scripture is saying. Is it that I can't do it? Is it that I can't, you've, you've tried me and seen that I can't deliver? Umenijaribu, umenipimanisha ukona me. Ikusie, I was make. So wacha niende mganga flanya na hawaba kuare. Mganga na jujanga prophet. Tunatibu. Kisonono. Kupotea. Kuita wateja. Nguvu za kiume. Kumaliza uchawi. Dr. Numba kutoka Dar es Salaam. Dr. Mosioka Saddam kutoka Kitui. Anafungua nyumba zilizofungwa. Is it that there is no God in Israel? That you are going to Dr. Mosioka kutoka Zanzibar? Is it that there is no God in Israel? That's what God is asking. Is it that there is no God in Kenya? Is it that there is no God in your life? That you have to go and seek another God that we don't know of. Is it that there is no God that you believe he can give you a car? You have to go for a loan. You have to go to Ikiti. Ukifikiria tu sina kakitu. Ukotala mbio mbio. Nayo nayo. Umefuliza. Mwako wame kublacklist. Mwako wame blacklisti wajua kufuliza. Uko CRB na uko 21 years. 22 years uko CRB. Defaulter. Your credit rating is zero. Or negative. Uko wajahazi. Wewe adwe ukumsea kwambia. Kumsea na kwambia hello. Ni aje? Poa. So. So. Kuna doflani ni kona hapa ni kwa rakwe kia kwa epeso. Eee, kocha, 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 kocha. Usijaribu kwa kwa inamba. Wajana kutumia namba ingine. It is sad. Is it that there is no God? You can't believe God. I told you in this church we don't believe in borrowing. We don't believe in loans. We don't take loans. Look, everything you are seeing here is debt free. Not a single shilling here ni adeni, ni a bank. Nothing. The reason why we don't believe in loans is because we believe this scripture. There is a God in Israel. And the God of Israel says you shall not borrow. You are not borrowers, you are lenders. So how have you now changed the theory to we should borrow? As I'm standing here, I owe nobody nothing apart from love. The Bible says, have no debt except the debt of love. The reason why you have debt is because you don't believe the Bible. You don't believe the Bible. You say, this is a smart loan. Even right now you're arguing with me. Pastor, they are smart loans. They are not smart loans. Loan the loan. Deni ni deni. Full stop. There's nothing like smart loan. Kama hauna, hauna. Stop it. Believe God to give you. God can give you supernaturally. He can give you. God can give you a car for free. He, can, he gave me a car for free. God has done it for me without borrowing. Why? There is a God in heaven. That's why I'm telling you, when you pray, you bring God into the situation. You bring God into the situation. So God was angry because these guys were not bringing him into the situation. This is my assistant pastor. Sumunajuevo. Listen to what he tells me. Maybe I will What did I tell you? When I showed you the house, first of all, you told me, believe God to move from where you are to a bigger house and a better house for that matter. And, we, and you took a step of faith and you looked for the house. So I sent Pastor Boni pictures. And he told me, this is a really nice house. Believe God and take this house. And in all honesty, we believed God and we took that house. Now, they, if you see their house, they live like kings. And this is 20-something years. Give the Lord a hand clap offering. They live like kings. And he's, look, he's older than me. 
But what God has done for us because of believing him and because of believing that if we bring God into the situation, some of you who are older than us, you've not experienced it. You've not experienced it. But because of just believing God, bringing God into the situation, that's the whole point I'm trying to make. When you pray, you bring God into the situation. You tell God, Lord, come into the situation. That's why I don't joke with prayer. I take it serious. So from tomorrow, you'll see me from 10 a.m. Lord, help me, help me. For one whole week, 30 hours. Is it 30 hours? 30 hours of prayer. 30 hours of prayer, waiting on God. Then from there, you see manifestation. You wonder, how did it, how did it happen? Sit down. This church, we started as 21 people in a dining hall up there. 21 people. 21 stoners, 21 masturbators. The 21 guys who we started the church with, they will stand up. The founders of this church. All these were not born again. They were stoners and thieves. Others are not here. These ones are the ones we started the church with. 21 people. Three years ago. Three years ago. God, because of always praying to him, sit down, thank you. God has brought us to 500 people in one congregation, one location. Another location in Nyeri, they are almost getting to 100 people. They are, they're not even one year. They are how many months now? Four months, almost getting to 100. Machakos is not even a month. They are, last week they were 70, 79. They are, they are on their third Sunday. Eldoret, not yet a year, almost getting to 100. What, what, who has done all that? Is it me? Is it my hand? It's not my hand. It's the hand of God. Look, in three years, four locations. That's the hand of God. And that's what I'm telling you. When you pray, you bring God into the situation. You ask him to come and help you. That's why God was angry. Because these guys never wanted to bring him into the situation. They were going to the Belzebub. If you pray, God will give you that job, man. I'm saying if you pray, God will give you that job. If you wait on him and bring him, he will give you that job. He will give you that car. He will give you that house. Just need to believe. Just believe. Believe. Tell about believe, believe and pray. Tell about pray about it. Number two. I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay, fine. Number two. Prayer brings a supernatural element in every situation. Prayer brings a supernatural element. Prayer brings a supernatural element. In every situation. Proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6. Proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6. Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6. In all your ways. Acknowledge him. And he shall direct your paths. Trust not in your own ways. Acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. He shall do what? I taught you a while back the secret of directed paths. Right? One time we were in Dubai, me and my wife, and I see you flying to Dubai. Yeah. You'll go for honeymoon in Dubai. Yeah. You'll be in a flight. You're cruising 43,000 feet above the sea level. Yeah. Oh, you don't believe it. Yeah. Just, if, you, if you believe it, just get a passport. The rest leave it to Jesus. You just do what? So we were in this airport. You know Dubai has very big airports. Eh? You know that, yeah? God, I see you there. Amen. Don't worry. One time you'll see yourself at Dubai International Airport. Amen. You don't believe it. 
I see you practically there with your suitcase. You're just walking and smiling. Yes. So when we got there, it was our first time in that airport. So we didn't know our way around. So when, you, when the flight lands, what they do is every other gate is shut. So the only gates that are open are the gates that that flight, the passengers on that flight should use that particular gate. So even if you don't know the way, if you just keep walking with the masses, you'll automatically find your way at the immigration desk. You understand? Because every other gate is closed. So they make sure they direct your path unknowingly. You, you, don't, you, you actually don't know that your path is being directed. But somehow, because every other door is shut, they direct you on a particular path you should use. That's the same thing this scripture is saying. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your... So God will shut every door that needs to be shut and open every door that needs to be opened, supernaturally. So you'll find yourself, you are just walking. You're just walking because you've already prayed about it. You're just walking and believing God. Walking, walking, walking. Allah, you find yourself, you're married. You just keep walking and serving the Lord. Walking, serving the Lord. Walking, serving the Lord. Allah, you find yourself with a car. You keep walking, serving the Lord. You keep walking, serving the Lord. Allah, you find yourself with a company. Or you don't believe it. You keep walking, you keep going. You keep walking, you keep going. Allah, you find yourself with a, with a child. You keep walking, you keep going, you keep walking, you keep going. You find yourself, you live in Karen. Amen. I don't believe you can live in Karen. Why? Because prayer brings a supernatural element into every situation. And what is the supernatural element? The element of directed paths. Talk about the element of directed paths. All my life, God has just been directing my path. I cannot tell you I had God. Me, I'm not those who say, Because I'm not those. I don't. Look, actually, even before you tell someone you've heard God, do you know the voice of God? Do you know how hard it is even to hear God? Those who say, hey, Me, I've heard God. God has spoken to me. Do you know how hard it is to speak, to hear the voice of God? The Bible says there are many voices and none of them is without significance. There are many voices. There are so many voices. One voice is the voice of the flesh. Your flesh has a voice. It speaks to you. You are I will concentrate on what you are doing. That's the voice of the flesh. What you are doing church? Yeah. Yeah. Leona Teka. Nasmama Palinja Niteke. Nasmani Niteke Nanitese. That's the voice of the flesh. So before you tell us you've had voice, you've had the voice of God, or you've had God, know there are more than 11 voices that influence you. More than 11 voices. I'll teach about it maybe during the camp in details. Another voice is the voice of the Bible. The Bible has a voice. Yeah. The Bible has a voice. And the people, look, I told you if you get the Bible like this, you'll find a reason why you should kill. If you take the Bible, this hard copy Bible. This Bible gives you a reason to kill. Kuna mtu anafunguanga hivi scripture. Anana God aliambia Moses, the Levites, take a sword, kill your brother. Yeah, and they took swords and killed. And they used that as a basis 
of killing people. Because the Bible has a voice. So this Bible, minus the Holy Spirit, cannot help you. The, the, look, how do I even explain this? Who has ever eaten raw, 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 not raw, boiled, uh, boiled waru, boiled potato? Who has ever eaten? Boiled, mochemusha. Good, thank you. Who has ever eaten boiled plantain? Plantain, plantain ni, ni ndizi, ndizi. Niliwaambia mwanza kwenda Java, mwanza kwenda CJ, sasa nyinyi mnashinda hapa Matoke. Niliwaambia mtoke hizo hoteli mnaenda hapa. Hizi ni hoteli gani? Baraka Rescue. Storm Rescue. Kuna Storm Rescue siwezi. Storm Rescue. Niliwaambia mwanza kwenda Storm Rescue amsti. Plantain. Tell your neighbor neighbor. Yesterday I had plantain for breakfast. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, today morning, is you look at me like this, I had plantain. Now, plantain, ni mwambia ni boiled, ni boiled ndizi. Na potato ni boiled, right? Nasha ikula. Inahuangatamu kweli. Nasha ikula chips. Chips ni tamu. Nasha ikula fried plantain. Ni tamu. What is the difference? The Holy Spirit is the oil of God. So it is only him who has power to make this word sweet. He is the oil that makes this word sweet. He is the oil. That's why when I'm preaching, you have to say Because I'm preaching under the oil of the Holy Spirit. Juzi, on, on Wednesday, I was showing, I was showing, uh, I was showing the shepherds on Wednesday. We had a, a class with shepherds. I was showing them a scripture in Lamentations. It was a very powerful scripture, and it's in Lamentation. Now, when you want to Lamentation, you have Nikulia But when you are under the Holy Spirit, you find, a, you find this is, wow, the word of God is so sweet, and it's in Lamentation. So the word of God, tell about the word of God, is powerful when it's under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So one reason why we pray, tell your neighbor, one reason why we pray is to bring a supernatural element into our situation. Are we together? Do you want situations that you would want God to intervene? I'm saying, do you want situations that you would want God to intervene? Do you want God to intervene in your career? Do you would you want God to intervene in your prayer life? Yeah. Would you want God to intervene in your education? Yeah. Would you want God to intervene in your family? Yeah. Then guess what? You can bring him in if you become prayerful. You can bring that supernatural element. So this year, our year of the supernatural, you can only activate the supernatural if you pray. If you don't pray, you become pray. I repeat, if you don't P-R-A-Y, you become P-R-E-Y. Why? If you don't pray, you become pray. Pray to the devil. Because only God will give you the, the, the opportunity and the ability to do what? To become, to allow him to come into your situation. If he doesn't come into your situation, what are you now? What are we minus God? What are we minus God? You are vapor, you are grass. The Bible says we are like grass that withers. 
The Bible says we are corruptible like grass. We, our seed is sown of corruption and harvested in corruption. Like you are sown in corruption and harvested in corruption. You know what that means? To have a corrupt body means a body that is given to change. Ladies, I have some good news for you. I got news for you. I got some news for you, ladies. Your body is sown in corruption. So learn is 6.30, question 9.30. So make haste. While the the sun still? Say yes now. When you are still at 6.30. 9.30. 9.15. Very soon you will be at? That is what it means to be sown in corruption. Men, now you have biceps, yeah? You see like this guy. Look at that. Look at that chest. Some ladies were saying, Lord, I bless you. You see this? This is corruption. When this... <laughs> Give it time. This is corruption. If this guy gets to 35 years, eh, he will not be having this. It will be one pack. One pack. One pack and man boobs. One pack and man boobs. I'm serious. Because it is what? Corruption. We are sown in. So, when I'm saying, I'm going to say, so, ladies and gentlemen, we pray so that we can bring God into the. Thank you, maybe see there. We bring God into the situation. Hey! Number three. Is it getting sweeter? That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Number what? So, if you want to succeed supernaturally, you must bring God into that situation, man. Are we together? Number three. Prayer brings a blessing. In every situation. Prayer brings a blessing in every situation. Mark 6.41. Prayer brings a blessing in every situation. Do you like my preaching? Yes. My preaching good? Yes. Do you understand? Yes. You know one thing my father taught me is when you're preaching, you must preach like you're preaching to children. If your children don't understand your preaching, you're a bad preacher. Because preaching is the art of communication. If you can't communicate to a child, and communicate to a grown-up. You're not communicating. A child should be able to understand what you are saying. Tell your neighbor. A child should be able to understand what you are saying. That is what is called effective communication. Yeah. My degree is in, is in public relations. And one, one of the things that we are taught in public relations is the art of communication. And one principle of communication is communicate in the most effective way possible. If you have to communicate in Sheng, communicate in Sheng. Any, anyhow possible. So that when someone leaves, they understand what you say. Mm, I see God changing your story. I see God lifting five, five people. They them high five. Say them, mm, God is lifting you. The dimension, the oracle. 
kuna pasta fulani alika mingi he 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 mimi sikusikia kitu na mimi ni pasta mimi ni pasta eh niko na mafuta lakini the only thing i had in that someone is dimensions dimension dimension mlikuwa wengi so after service i went to my pastor i said eh ni mimi peke yangu akasema hapana si wewe peke yako hata nyinyi i went to kina pastor faye i went to pastor mark nikauliza mlisikia nini systems all the only thing they had is systems and dimensions i said now he has wasted our whole hour because now our lives won't be changed no no you can't write anything you can't write by the time you finish dimension is on systems by the time you finish system is the lowest level of knowledge is opinion i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming wait for me i'm coming i'm coming hey, we waited we waited so the most the most effective way of communicating is where you communicate with the most with with any means possible but become effective in your communication are we together yeah that's why Raila Odinga is an effective communicator Raila can push anything and you will buy it anaza naongeanga aje mimi nasema ya kwamba hii bibi yae ni kitu mzuri ama namna gani watu wangu ama namna gani watu wangu kama mnakubaliana na mimi sema ndio Ah, watu waende. And you see the crowd is charged. They are happy. That's effective communication. Another effective communicator is Ruto. Ruto is a good communicator. Ama namna gani my friend? Mnashinda mkinisumbua my friend. Nyinyi mnanicheza sana my friend. Nyinyi wale mnasema hapana atukuchezi. That's effective communication. If you want to become a good politician you must have the art. It's called the gift of the gap. You must learn how to use your mouth. And the same thing with the pastor effective communication are we together the reason i'm saying this is because god is going to make you effective communicators yeah. god is going to ask you into places of power yeah. you'll be walking in the corridors of power yeah. you'll, you'll have something called statecraft statecraft is the ability to carry yourself in the parameters of power you'll have it some of you right now you can't be ushered into power because you don't even know how to carry even how you're seated right now disqualifies you from being in the parameters of power How you are seated right now? Yeah. <laughs> How you are seated right now? I was talking with Pastor Mark and Pastor Fight last night. I told them I've come to learn poverty is a very bad thing. Poverty. Poverty takes away decorum. Poverty takes away decorum. Poverty takes away dignity. I I I told them the reason why I'm saying this is because if you meet a child who has gone to Kenya High You know Kenya High? A girl who has gone to Kenya High. And meet a girl who has gone to Nyaribari Chache Secondary School. <laughs> Nyaribari Chache. Those two girls are different. Those two girls are different. What Kenya High they are taught you cannot eat without a fork and a knife. That's what they are taught. Nyaribari Chache. Jinganganie. Ni hapa. Hapa. Kula ndisi. Yeah. It takes away dignity and decorum. So you 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 easily find someone who has gone to Kenya I it is very easy for them to find themselves into parameters of power. Because they are already taught statecraft from their from from teenagehood. They know how to carry themselves before power. 
They, they know how the atmosphere of power looks like. Asa wewe ujui? Aujui ni ngumu kuingia bro. Ni ngumu. That's why you see you come to church. You see a whole grown up slouching on the seat. Slouching. Na anaona yani mtajana kiti moja hapo. Na anaona yani mjanjes mbaya. And you see a whole grown up you slouch. Nyaribari chache. This is you. Watu wa meru. This is you. Watu wa mblo. Unakula njaba. Tunakula njaba. Na kombes. Nani anashukia hapa Mandera kabla tuingie Mongandisu? Nyaribari chache. You can't find someone who has gone to nice schools seated like that. They know you're not supposed to slouch. You sit upright. But here you see what Wajarbari church and you are I keep saying sit upright. They say mona pastor lazima sit upright because you don't understand statecraft. The parameters of power, you can't find yourself in them. You and them is two different things. How did I get there? There's a point I was driving. There's something I was saying before I got there. Oh, there is a poverty. Poverty is bad. It degrades you. It takes away ability to think. Poor people don't think. They think they are thinking. <laughs> There's a difference, by the way. There's a difference between thinking and thinking. You are thinking. Poor people, the reason I tell you they think they are thinking, poor people, number one, poor people think when you give, you become poor. And they think that whatever they are saying is true. What will I have? That's poverty. The rich know if you give, you, be, you get more. It is in giving that you receive. The art of gaining by trading. But a poor person, they think otherwise. Because poverty takes away the ability to think. It takes away the ability to think. Because even thinking is an art. You are taught. You are taught how to think. The school you went to, did, did you have a class on thinking? <laughs> in, in campus, in, in, in university, there is a unit called critical thinking. Why do you think they teach it? Because it's an art to be taught how to think. There's something you don't know that you need to be taught how to think. Critical thinking. You are told think. That's why it is taught in university. That's why you are taught in university. So that's why you see why I'm telling you you think you are thinking but you are not thinking. You are using 5% of your brain. 5%. Look at this. This is a thumb. This is a thinker. Look at how she is dressed. You see, this one, this one, she's in KSL. She's doing her law degree. Her post-diploma, post, post right? This one, you don't need to tell her, dress up right. You don't need to tell her, dress nice. She has been taught. She went to go, she went to go. Wewe lazima ni kuambia, yo minisika tunavaa. Haiku saidi. Haiku saidi. Ndasema. You, I have to tell you, reduce your makeup. I don't need to tell her that. She has the mind. I don't need to have too much makeup. Because she has been taught. Umepaka unakaa kitu ingine. Unakaa duracoat. Unakaa emoji. Unakaa mdu ameshtuka. Unakaa angry birds. Unakaa vila unataka. Unakaa angry birds. Umeka mavitu huku. Unakaa mchawi. We 
What is on the face is not on the hands. Wewe na mkono ampatani. Why? We don't think. We don't think because of poverty. Thank you. The girl is looking good and she's single. But if you want her you have to go through me. Another we cannot just give Vinyangarika. That's a good that's a good a good girl. Lazima pewe kumesoma. At what? There's There's a strong yes over there. Valentine is coming. Come with a gift during the Love Sunday. 14th. Sit by your soul Sunday. Come with a gift, a nice gift. The gift that you are giving to strangers. Remember that gift you are giving to strangers? You have to be strategic, my friend. You have to present. Position yourself strategically. And say, this is for you, my dear. And say nothing else. Then walk away. Can I teach you how to katia? I teach you how to vibe a girl. Do you want to know how to vibe a girl? So one day, there's a certain girl that you've seen and you like the girl. So, if you like the girl, the first thing you do, rule number one for gentlemen. Tell about rule number one. When you're walking past the girl, the first time you meet her, say hi and smile. Something like this. She's coming over there. Practical lessons. If this is the girl you like, take notes. Rule number one, gentlemen. If you are walking into church and you meet her along the corridors, just say hi and smile. Hello, my dear. How are you? Then walk away. Then do what? Say nothing else. Just say hi and do what? I'm saying say hi and do what? Then the next Sunday, when you meet her, do you want to know number two? Do you want to know number two? Day two. If she's walking by you, you can say, hi, my, la my lady, or hi, my friend, how are you doing? Are you happy? Say, my name is, for example, my name is Bonnie. So tell her, my name is Bonnie. Don't ask her her name. Rule number two. <laughs> Don't ask her. Rule number two, don't do what? So you just say, my name is Bonnie, and it's a pleasure to see you. Then you do what? Walk away. Kanyaga kubwa kubwa. Seasons of withdrawal. Withdraw yourself. Are we together? Then day three. Day what? When you meet her, go and say, hi, my lady. My name is Bonnie. Of course, you would say that. Are we together? Then you tell her, I would like you to say my name one more time so that I see if you remember it. So she says, hi, Bonnie. So say, hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. You say, tick. You say nothing else. You walk away. <laughs> it's called the art of selling your products. The client has to buy the idea. Then the client has to be the one promoting the product. So he has said, hi, Bonnie. The art of branding. You become like Safaricom. You are everywhere. Everybody knows your name, but you don't know theirs. That's the art of branding. So after, now that's the third day. She has called Hi Bonnie. So you can be sure if she meets you on the fourth day, she won't say hi. She'll say, Hi Bonnie, how are you? Then you'll be like, Oh, 
Are you talking about me? Let's do it, let's do it. So you're walking over there. You're just walking into church. Oh my God. You, you make sure everybody has heard, eh? You make sure everybody has heard you've been called who? If no one has heard, you rewind. You go back. Rewind. Then you come walking. Again. Hey, chest pains. Then at that moment, I'm saying at that moment, that is when you strike. That is when you do what? You say, and my beautiful lady, what's your name? Victoria. So she already bought the brand. So now you knowing her is a bonus to her, not to you. You get it? Because she already bought your? So you say, oh, hi, Victoria. It's a pleasure to meet you. You say nothing else. You walk away. That is day four. Day five, when you meet her, you say, hi, Victoria. She says, hi, buddy. You say, wow. I think we can make a good couple. What do you think? If she says no, you say, don't worry. I'll take you for coffee. We can discuss it over coffee. Yeah. Then you do what? You walk away. No, it's not final. You just do what? You say we can discuss it over? That is the what? Now, you don't get the answer on day five. You come for the answer on day six. So that you don't look what? Desperate. Though you are desperate, but you don't look what? It's called the law of power. Don't make your enemy understand your desperation. Yeah, you see, there are laws of power. That is, that you, there are called, how many laws? 48 laws of power. Never make your enemy feel desperate. Break them. So on day six, you say, by the way, Victoria, now you've met, you've said hi, you've done what you need to do, right? So you say, by the way, Victoria, we, I'll ask you for a coffee day. What do you think? The girl, really, would she say no? You've given a whole week. Food introduction. She'll say yes. The season to strike has come. So after she has taken your coffee, you tell her now, my name is so-and-so, and these are my intentions. I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I'm looking for someone to marry. And I've been scanning around church, and I've seen the only girl who meets my standard is yours truly. So do you give me the pleasure. Then the girl will say, oh, really? He will say, yeah, I know my standards are up there, but imagine you've met them. Unafunga duka ivo. Unafunga duka ivo. And you go home. Ama namna gani? The next thing you're doing a wedding. Number three, I need to preach. <laughs> and for a girl, you don't say no twice. You don't say no twice. You only say no the first time. Yeah. Mbona Kabisa. Ndio maana. Ndio manake. Number 3. What was I saying? Prayer brings a blessing in every situation. Mark 6:41. The Bible says, "And when he had taken the five loaves and two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave his disciples 
to set before them. And the two fish he divided among them all. So imagine two fish and five loaves were able to feed 5,000 people because of prayer. And look, the Bible says he was able to feed 5,000 men. You see, men is not, they don't eat two fish and five loaves. A man might eat five loaves alone and three fish. A man, especially Muluya. No mercy. So because of prayer, Jesus was able to feed 5,000 men. Five what? He was able to feed them. Just like that. So prayer brings a blessing. And the blessing that came upon this, this situation is the blessing of multiplication. Anytime you give thanks, God has a way of multiplying you. So prayer brings God and brings God's blessings into every situation that you're involved in. So when Jesus was prayed over this food, a blessing was released. Don't you want a blessing in everything you do? Do you want a blessing in your education? Then pray. Ladies and gentlemen, when there is a blessing, a curse is dispelled. So prayer fights the curses that are working against every situation. Because the truth is there are many curses in the world today. And one particular curse that we are seeing it right in our eyes right now is the curse of lack of food. This was a curse. A curse is a shortage. But prayer has a way of eliminating a curse. Now can I show you five curses that are there in the world today? Global curses. Do you want to know them? Are you sure? Curse number one. Before I, before I show you the curse, okay, no, let me just show you the curses first. Curse number one is to call the curse of the curse on men. The curse on men. The first curse that is there, global curse. Whether you like it or not. Whether you know it or not. This curse is in operation. It's called the curse on men. It is in Genesis chapter 3 verse 17. The Bible says, and man was cast to toil and eat from his sweat. That curse is in operation right now. Whether you like it, you cannot stay like this and a, tree, and a mango falls from the tree and you eat. Before the curse, that was possible. But after the curse, you have to sweat to eat. You have to sweat to do what? Yes. That is the curse that fell upon men. Another curse, curse number two, is the curse on women. Uh, did we read the curse of the man first? Let's read the scripture. And I've eaten the tree of which I commanded you. You shall. Cast is the ground for your sake. So the curse was directed to the ground. Right? But now this curse was going to affect who? The man. Because all your days you shall eat from your toil. You understand? So the ground was cast. Then the man was told, now for you, you will eat from the ground. And how do you get it from the ground? Through your sweat. That's the first curse. The second curse is the curse on women. Verse 16. Verse 16. The curse on women. That's why I told you, girls love boys far much more than boys love girls. Girls love boys far much more than boys love girls. Because it's a curse. 
uko chini ya laana the bible says to women he said i will gladly multiply your sorrow and your and your conception in pain you shall bring forth your children then see this your desire shall be for your husband your desire shall be for a man kwani husband ni woman si husband ni man and shall and he shall rule over thee that's why you see a woman she's being slapped but she still says i love this man and you see she's being beaten you even try and speak to her sense then when you're speaking to her and i understand her by the way if this man is doing this granua i'm going to leave when she just leaves the door and she meets with the man no sooner had you finished than the man appears he says babe you are going to wachane you pastor are going to wachane is a curse a curse because your desire shall be for what a man that curse that is in operation these are global curses whether you like it that's why you see a, a two year old girl like she one one is called Kisha Kisha is now four years Kisha was telling us when she was three years at mami nataka harusi two two or three years how old was she when she was three years she was saying mami nataka wedding dress ndio nifanye harusi kama wewe three years wataka harusi you know men nairobi that thought is nowhere nobody told her about that but now the desire was put in her in a curse and and she practices to kiss with the father she goes and and does that with the father who taught her that no one the desire in her because it was put as a curse is a global curse curse number three. the curse on noah the curse by noah rather the curse by noah genesis 9:25 the curse by noah noah cast his 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 black son ham ham he said the bible says then he said cast be canaan a servant of servant he shall be to his brethren this is the boy who exposed the nakedness of his father the black boy ham that's what, have you heard of something called harmonization the black son that's why you see africans this is this is who we are everywhere you go a black man is a servant of servants a servant everywhere i've gone through the throughout the world i've seen this the black man serving is the black man serving is the black man where a black man is there is anarchy black men anarchy anarchy look in the states where black people live is where there is crime is where there is gun violence i'm serious is where the houses are not kept where black people live if you go to the white neighborhood calm green lawns some blacks who have refused to become harmonized they want to live in the white neighborhood more than the black neighborhood because black people this thing is in operation this thing is in operation you a servant of servant you shall be you become harmonized it is black people who you you, you are chewing in church do you know in singapore you can't chew in singapore they don't sell gum in singapore there is nothing like ball gum if you're found having a ball gum you're fined you can even be jailed actually in dubai if you're found with a gum in the metro you're fined 25000 dirhams times how much is that in kenya shillings 25000 dirham is 8 bob or 10 bob that's 2 bob 25000 times 32 shillings that's the much you're fined for chewing 25000 dirhams 
for chewing. Harmonization. You're not supposed to chew everywhere. You don't chew everywhere. Do you know chewing can make you lose a job? Chewing. If you want to have fresh breath, use sweet. Not gum, but black man. Ah, nini. Nini. Nakula njamba. Nakula njamba kwa mbenzi. That's why you are poor. Because of this thing. The curse on harm. The curse on black men. A servant of servants you shall be. Whether you acknowledge this curse or not, it is in operation. You call it racism. That's what you call it. You call it racism, but it's a curse. You are trying to sugarcoat it to look nice. You say these guys are being racist. Me, see me, 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 black. Am I being a racist? Am I a racist? See me, But I'm telling you the truth. You are cursed. There's a curse on black people that came upon the son of Noah, the black son, Ham. Because Ham is the one who found the father drunk in his tent. Other than covering the nakedness of the father, he went and, and took Twitter, and took pictures on Twitter, took pictures on Instagram to show the nakedness of the father. Is that not what Africans do? Mwafrika akipata mwafrika kwa pabaya, acha tumuangusha, tumuexpose. Munashindangapo, I want some juice. Nikona chai. I'm serving some tea. Tea master. Kwa Edgar Obare wendio number one fan. Nikona some tea master. What I could expose kiasi. Black man, lana, ukojua lana. Ukojua lana. Nasema ukojua lana. Ukojua lana. You are cast. Is he, kwani mini nalika bibilia? Am I the one who wrote the Bible? I'm too young to have written it. Ama namna gani? Yeah, sindio hitu mesoma pa moja. Okay, nipatia message Bible, maybe. Expose the scripture. Can we read? One, two, three. Uh -huh. So, alimlani akwa juu ya hangover. Alimlani akwa juu ya hangover. Na yu lani ikafanya job. Imagine. Alakulani akwa emu nye ayuko soba. Akona hangover, lakini akikulani yu lani nafanya job. That's the power of a father. He can tell you you are cast and you are actually cast. Whether he is right or not. It's called the curse of Noah. Curse number four. That's why you need to pray to neutralize these curses. I'm going to show you how you neutralize the curse. Or you don't want to neutralize the curse. Me, I'm constantly praying to neutralize these curses, man. I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a servant of servants. Look, one day, TGL will employ white men. Because this church is going to be in every nation. We will be in over 50 countries. You'll see, you'll see it practically. We'll be in every nation. Soon we might be opening our church in China. Right now, there's another church in Pipeline, the TGL church in Pipeline. We are, we are planning to open in this country. What's the name of that country I told you? Switzerland. Switzerland. We are opening a TGL church in Switzerland. Yeah. This church. Then one of us is going to China. When they go there, we open a church there. We will be employing Chinese. Anaruka. Because you are senior to them. I'm serious. You'll see it practically. I know of a church. I know someone's church. A certain bishop. He has employed Chinese. He has employed white men. 
So you know Bishop Doug, Chinese work for him. He has a church. He has a church in every. He's in 170 countries. 170 countries. And he's an African, from Africa. Ghanaian. The church started like this. Students in a cafeteria. Oh, yeah, cafeteria dining hall. Allah, Allah. Now we have similarity. We are on the right path. Now the church is in 170 countries. 170 countries. Chinese work there. Now they have a Chinese pastor. He speaks Chinese. Yeah, he preaches in Chinese. One time I was watching their service and I saw I saw First Love China singing a song. In Chinese. I'm serious, in Chinese. I was surprised. In Ch and you know in China Christianity is banned, yeah? But there's a church in China. A church of like 200 people in China. Underground church. We have to neutralize this curse. Are we together? Yeah. He has a church in the UK. He has a church in America. Church of young people like us. You know, you are <laughs> one of the reasons why people find this church peculiar is because they don't understand how can you have a church of young people. People, people have not seen this before. It's new to them. Yeah, it's new. They are wondering, ah, who are the elders in that church? Why is the pastor young? Do you know when Jesus was leaving the church to Peter? Do you know how old Peter was? 17 years. Yeah, 17 years. Read your Bible. You know me, I went to Bible school. That was my first degree. 17 year old Peter, when the church was being handed over to him. And the reason why theologians believe that is true is because the church is always the age of the pastor and lower. And in most cases, the lower. So if Jesus was 30 years by the time he was dying, right? He died at 30 or started at 30. He started at 33. Started at 30. So if he started at 33, ah, uh, he started at 30 and died at 33. How would he have gone for people who are older than him? Rarely would you find someone older than me believing in me. Rarely do you find it. It is supernatural for them to believe in me. But someone who is my age or lower, they believe because they see the supernatural power of God. You understand? So that's, that's the thing. The church is for young people. Timothy. The Bible says that Paul wrote to Timothy and Timothy, Timothy, don't let anyone despise you for you are young. Be an example in conduct and in speech. This church... This church, they call church for young people. We have 500 members. Rarely do you find a church of 500 members nowadays in one congregation. Rarely. And it's a church for? You understand my point? So I constantly pray to neutralize this curse. Curse number what? Curse number four, the curse on Israel. The curse on Israel. Deuteronomy 28 verse 15. The curse on Israel. Israel was cursed. Israel was the first son of who? Jacob. But now I'm talking about Israel, the nation. The Bible says, you shall not turn aside from any of, any of these words, which I command you this day, to the right or to the left, to go after, after other gods to serve them. Verse 15. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. So keep coming. That it means you come from one problem. What is to be cast? To be cast is to be conditioned to fail in all favorable circumstances. Umezaliwa kwa familia poa. Umepeleka alliance. 
actually a very nice primary school. Wapela ku Alliance, a very nice school. Unatakuwa na C. Baba yako anangangana unaingia kampu through parallel. USIU. Unachujo huko. Una ama unatoka na pass. Unataka tu na mangwai. You have failed in all favorable circumstances. And someone else akipata opportunities and you umepata, he becomes he hits it big. You you've gotten very nice opportunities, but you are failing. It's a curse. A curse is in operation. You are cursed. This year I'm going to do a series on neutralizing the curse. Don't worry, maybe around May. I'm planning to do that series on neutralizing the curse. Because a curse is in operation. You can see a lot of people, this is a curse at work. Unapatanga pesa lakini ujui nendanga wapi. You earn 100,000, but unakopanga fair after 15 days. A curse. How can you be, how can you, let's, let's be honest. How can you be earning 100,000 and on the 15th day of the month, you are, you are broke. A curse is in operation. A curse. And which curse? The curse on thieves. Curse of Malachi. That's another curse. Curse number five. The curse on Malachi. Curse on those who take what belongs to God. The tithe, the non-tithers. The Bible says, you are cast with a curse. Malachi 3.10. You are cast with? A double curse. You have been cast with a curse. A double curse. Not one curse, double curse. Cast with a curse. You see, the Bible you don't understand it if you understand grammar. I wish I had a kijaluo. Ama ya kikuyu. Kunayo? Juka welewi English, itabiduksu manakiku unayelewa. Because Bible is, is, is literature, right? And literature is figure, has a lot of figure of speech. Words, punctuation marks, they speak a lot. This is, this is a literature teacher. A degrees in literature. So she's saying the punctuation marks and the words speak a lot. So the Bible says, you are cast with a curse for you've robbed me. You see a lot of people here don't pay tithes. That's why you are cast with a curse. You cannot tell where your money goes. You have a lot of money but you cannot tell where your money goes. You cannot tell. I it to Onesha what you've done with 100,000 that you earn or even 5,000 that you earn. You can't show us. kitoka Because of a curse. You've taken what belongs to God. I was teaching Pastor Mark and Pastor Faith last night. I told them, a curse, the Bible says, is an accursed thing. You understand? The Bible says the tithe is an accursed thing, right? What is an accursed thing? An accursed thing in the Manishan, So God gives you 100%. Then he tells you, in the 100%, I have cast 10%. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? Are we together up to there? So he gives you 100%. Then he tells you, in the 100%, I have cast 10. So he tells you, the accursed thing belongs to me. Bring it to me. Don't take the accursed thing. Then you, in your foolishness, you say, no. I want to eat even the curse. <laughs> I want to eat everything, including the curse. That's why you see you have funny diseases that you cannot explain. You have diseases you can't explain because you ate an accursed thing. How do I know this? Achan, in the book of Joshua, Achan took what was accursed and Achan made everybody suffer because he took an accursed thing. Mungu amelaani, 10% ya all your income, 10% is cast. Everything you'll ever earn in your life, just do. 10% is what? Is cast. God has cast it. So he says, bring it to me. Bring the accursed thing to the priest. Then the priest Receives the accursed thing. 
And when he receives it, it changes from being their cast to a blessed thing. So if you come and take it from here, if you come and take it from here, it's no longer a cast thing. It's now been changed to a blessed thing. So you're actually taking a blessing. You understand? But you, if it is in your hands, it is cast. That's why I pay tithes and I'm a pastor. I pay tithes. I pay tithes and I'm a pastor. You understand? You understand? Because it's an accursed thing. I cannot, we cannot eat it with my wife. We can't eat the tithe. Because we are eating something cursed. Because we are eating something cursed. That's what you are doing to your life. So when you pray, you bring the blessing into every situation. Because a lot of situations are already cast. A lot of things, these this global castes are in operation. Whether you know them or not. That's why Muslims pay something called zakat. Zakat is the tithe. Muslims, Muslim, alalipa, zakat. Because of this curse. Eh, pastor, but he got Old Testament. Let me show you a scripture in the New Testament, in the book of Luke. The Bible says, Jesus speaking here, and he said, I did not come to abolish the law. No, 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 no. But to fulfill it. You pay tithes of everything, of kumith, do find me that scripture, of, of kumith, of the smallest thing, but you fail to do other things. Then he says, this do also, but not neglect mercy, and I don't know what, what, what. Find me the scripture. In Luke. Jesus, Jesus exhorting the people, say, don't stop paying tithes. Continue paying tithes. But also, remember mercy and justice. Ah, this is the scripture. Okay, thank you. Even Matthew is the same. It's, it's, they are called the synoptic gospel. So it's the same. Can we read together? One, two, three. I'm finishing. Let's read. Tumalize. This you ought to have done to pay the tithe. Because what is he speaking about? The tithe. He says, you, for you pay your tithes of mint and cumin. That, that's a very small measures, uh, uh, units of measurement. And have neglected the weightier matters of the law, which are justice, mercy, and faith. So he says, this do. This you ought to have done. What is he talking about when you, when, if, you, if you understand English? This you ought to have done. What? You should have paid your tithes of the small units. However, don't neglect the others which are mercy, justice, and faith. So do what you need to do, but don't neglect the weightier matters of the law, which are justice, mercy, and faith. Tunaelewana wapendwa? Tunaelewana wapendwa? This you ought to have, but not neglect the others. You ni Jesus anaongea. Wale watu wa pastor, tithe ni ya Old Testament. Uyu ni nani anaongea? Si uyu ni New Testament. Eh? Tuangaliane hapa kwa macho tuambiane ukweli. Na anaongea hapa si ni Yesu. Yesu ni nani? New Testament. He's the New Testament. The New Testament is established under his, his rule. Tumekubaliana? Tunaelewana? 
So when you pray, you bring a blessing in every situation. So the blessing comes to neutralize the curse. So one way you neutralize the curse in your life is the blessing. And one way you attract the blessing is prayer. Another way you attract the blessing is what I taught you last week, serving the Lord. The Bible says, you shall serve the Lord and he shall do what? Exodus 23, 25. You shall serve the Lord and he shall do what? So when you pray, you attract the blessing. When you serve God, you attract the blessing. So when the blessing comes, what does it do to the curse? It neutralizes the curse. So the curse is rendered ineffective in your life. Are we together? Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you activate the supernatural by prayer. Give Jesus a hand clap offering somebody.